Dadgummit. Let's talk fitness. But not CrossFit, because we're bigger than that. Bigger than that. Well, I'm supposed to not say the name anymore, Hunter. Where do we go? So what I, do I not? Uh, you can say it, I guess. The times yeah, they CrossFit. are changing, Chase. Bob Dylan. I mean, in every stressful life situation, if you quote a little Dylan, things get better. That is that is true. Unless you were around when Dylan was famous, then a lot of people were would, very stressed. would hit you. Yeah, <laughs> That dude doesn't get it. We're back in the podcast studio, the three of us, which, by the way, I think we, we put out some pretty stellar episodes. I think so, too. We're, uh, we're three good brains talking about fitness things. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm including you in that number. I'm in a jovial mood today. That's a good. That's your vocabulary word for the day. It is so jovial. Every, all of our audience should just use that randomly. That's what. That's how we need to start spicing up the episodes. We each get a word apiece, and you have to figure out a way to enter that word into a con- without uh, telling conversation. other people. Yeah. Predetermined, like it's yeah. okay. And then the, mm-hmm. the people listening are like, "Oh, there's there's Ben's word. He said jovial. Or was it? Or was it? Ben's is he word? just that smart? Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. crazy. I like it. I Homer like Simpson it. or something like that. Yeah, your your um, extended vocabulary words are usually around emotions and feeling happy. They really Mine are? are. Oh, yeah. wow. Splendid, stuff like that. Stupendous. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, marvelous. Or, they I just use really, marvelous. Yeah, marvelous. it really sticks out. So uh, That's a good one. That's, that's, a, that's pretty, a back pocket that's a one right there. That's a pretty deep analysis right there, Ben. Hey, well, we know each other very well. I'll be so. honest, I'm bored right now. <laughs> Me too. Let's move on. Okay. So we had uh, groundbreaking news inside of the CrossFit community. Yes, we did. Over the past uh, season, a few days, we'll say it that way to not do the whole time thing. Uh, and Coyote responded in quick order, which I was you know, very proud of. And I but not surprising order. Not surprising when I saw order. The, when I saw the... The the PNG that uh I don't know what's the name what's the uh the girl that runs the social media uh Sydney Sydney, Sydney yeah from That's, Oxford yes Oxford Sydney that I assume she put that together was that Dina no Sydney what put together what the, the announcement of uh I wrote it really yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chase is so surprised yeah, like, no I, I knew I knew he really, wrote it but really? I, with your IQ you wrote that? that's exactly what that sounded like wait you like people that work out you... can write <laughs> like do you think was, he's been lying about that was more offensive than I intended it yeah. to be so sorry we should get to um, it's it, it's actually more of an exciting thing going on inside of our community than it is a heavy thing I think a lot of uh, CrossFit boxes around the country and world were like whoa what a heavy thing but for us it was a, a way it was to, more it was a bigger panic move for a lot more boxes around oh, the world definitely yeah and coyote. I, you know coyote has been heading in a particular direction for quite a while and a tilt and expanding mm-hmm. how it views what it does i mean you can take the statement that we say all the time you know the shape of your life at your own pace and supportive community i mean that stuff's been in place. We've been mm-hmm. saying that. We've been talking about being humble and hungry. And so, the the Hunter, I'd love for you to expand on this, but the, what's been going on inside of Coyote for a number of years perfectly positioned the community for this move, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I guess we can try to give a little backstory on, on what happened um, last week. Uh, Greg Glassman, the CEO of CrossFit. Greg Glassman is the founder of CrossFit. He... Started CrossFit back in 2000, I think. Um, and he kind of grew the company into what it was. And then he stepped back and they hired an outside CEO. This was probably 2013, 14, somewhere along those lines. And he kind of faded off into the distance for a while. And uh, 2018, I guess he decided that he wasn't happy with how things were going. 
he stepped back in. The CEO stepped down, which is, I guess, a nice way to say he was fired or asked to leave. So apparently Glassman had the ability to do that. He still had enough power. He's 100% owner of the company. And he's always, we should probably set the stage because a lot of people know uh, the modality. They don't know the man, but he's always been viewed as kind of a mad genius. Yeah, right? yeah. He's, uh, well, he's, he founded the company with his wife. They were 50-50 owners. They had a divorce. He ended up buying her out after an extremely long legal process, multiple years. But he's always been a uh, polarizing character. He's always been... Yeah, extremely intelligent, um, articulate guy with some pretty radical views. And you have to have radical views to um, have a goal of changing the fitness industry and changing health and all that type of stuff. And he, you know, he came up with, in his words, an elegant solution to the world's most vexing problem, how to uh, solve the obesity epidemic. And uh, that was CrossFit. And so, um, through the years, you know, he's definitely alienated a lot of people. There's a lot of people who used to do be involved in CrossFit who are no longer anymore. Um, so, yeah, that he's kind of always had that that reputation of uh, dogmatic and um, um, polarizing. For a, real, sure. a real Rex Grossman character. Rex Grossman. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think you're right on that, but. Let's not interrupt Hunter. So, uh, so, uh, <laughs> like, you know, we could, I don't want to go through the whole history of CrossFit here, but basically 2018, he, uh, came back into the fold, uh, took back over CEO position. Um, and this is when a lot of stuff started happening. First thing was they started firing media team, um, you know, by the tens. Uh, I, I think it ended up being close to 100 people they let go. Um, shortly after, they completely changed the CrossFit Games uh, qualifying process and the whole process is you know the, what the games looks like. They 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 canceled regionals, canceled uh, canceled culture with everything. <laughs> hey, you want to know what name I meant to say? Was that White Goodman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you you did some research to correct yourself? No, I just, it, it, as soon as I said Rex Grossman, I was like, that's a quarterback. Yeah, like, <laughs> he used to be a quarterback for the Bears. I, don't yeah. know. I saw Hunter try to put that together. And I was, was just like, like sure, I, don't, I don't really get it. I don't. <laughs> so, yeah, so, well, what, the part that you're referencing now is I think when most of the people at our level, at just athlete, my level, athlete level, started to notice like, what mm -hmm. the heck's going yeah, on here? Yeah, you know? it, was, it was very strange. Um, and I think we, we might have talked about this on one of the podcasts, but we did. Uh, they canceled uh, canceled regionals, changed everything into sectionals, made it more of a worldwide qualifier for the CrossFit Games. And they also um, deleted all of their social media accounts um, and just a lot of stuff. You know, there's a lot of other things that went on behind the scenes, and a lot of affiliate owners really started to get uh, frustrated with uh, HQ, CrossFit HQ, as we call it. Um, not feeling like uh, they were getting a whole lot of support, not feeling like they understood the direction the company was headed, not agreeing with that direction. And it was a lot of, um, this is my company, I know what's best. Um, it's my way, this is what we're doing, blah, 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 mm -hmm. without a whole lot of uh, insight into what the vision actually looked like. And so, you know, there was a lot of rumblings with that, and some gyms had de-affiliated already, um, some gyms, other gyms, you know, started to question whether they were. Other gyms actually did. Um, and so that goes on up until um, last week was kind of like the, 
the final straw and the Greg or final nail and the Greg final couple nails in the Greg Glassman Kaufman uh, coffin. Uh, the first was, uh, you know, with the um, all the uh, racial injustice stuff that's going on right now. Um, CrossFit didn't make a post about anything for about a week or so, and people were getting pretty frustrated with that. And uh, a affiliate owner uh, who had been um, kind of she I think they had been open for more than 10 years she sent him this long email saying why she was um, de-affiliating because she was disappointed in, in their lack of a stance and um, anyways his response was incredibly incredibly abrasive and rude and uh, it started off by saying uh, whatever her name was I feel like quarantine has severely uh, negatively affected your mental health and then he goes on with a couple paragraphs of just bashing her. And then he fin finished. He, his closing line was, you disgust me. And it was Greg Glassman. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that let's, was. Let's put some dollars to this email. Yeah. Because let's assume it was 10 years roundabout. Because being affiliated isn't just like, hey, handshake, we're friends. There's right. money involved, right? So you're talking multiple. Tens of thousands of dollars, yeah, that yeah. she had paid to the company. Um and you know loyalty years and goodwill and all that type of stuff and um yeah to to end that relationship in that way was just kind of crazy and that was going around there's a you know some facebook uh crossfit affiliate owners groups um that that was going around and everybody was just kind of flabbergasted but it was just one of those it was like uh you know he he's always had uh, figures like that always have are so polarizing that they have like just fervent followers they'll they'll defend anything that they do and the, and mm -hmm. it was still like well you know she attacked him in his uh article or his e in the email and um you know blah 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 whatever um and so but that's just greg being greg that's he's always been like that we always know he's he's kind of a jerk and all this type of stuff so so that happened well then um he was doing some zoom calls with some affiliate owners and uh, some details of a Zoom call kind of started getting leaked out because he was uh, just, just talking about wh what happened in Minnesota and just saying that um, he doesn't mourn, um, he doesn't mourn it, and that it you know it doesn't have uh, the media was just pl playing it up and it wasn't a big deal, all this type of stuff. And I think a lot of people got really offended by that that were on the call and. Some people were really fighting him about that, about what he was saying, and he was just he wasn't backing down at all and was kind of sticking to it. Um, so rumblings of that started coming out. This was like Thursday or Friday. So at this point, everybody's kind of like, CrossFit hasn't posted anything, and then he's openly, you know, opposing everything that's going on. Well, then you know, the the, the tweet heard around the world uh, came out this weekend, and. We won't go into that. That's been all. I mean, that was talked about on ESPN, and oh yeah, uh, I mean, it was everywhere. And so, uh, and then he he made the tweet. I think it was like Saturday night, and then everybody kind of got you know in a huge uproar of it. And he do he doubled down on it the next day. I saw that, and I was just like, oh my gosh. And so that was Sunday. Ten and, cupped it. That's what I call that. Yeah. And uh, so Sunday, it was just like a just like a wildfire, like. Things happen so fast in the social media days. It was, yeah. it was like I think Sunday morning is when he doubled down on the post, and then it was like by Sunday evening, like Reebok had dropped out of the, their sponsorship of the CrossFit Games. Uh, NC Fit said they were dropping their affiliation. Froning said they were probably dropping their affiliation. Um, I mean, there was just 
mass exodus of people saying we can no longer be associated with this, with this brand. That was uh, my question. Yeah, Rogue did, yeah. No way. Uh, they said they were going to fulfill their obligations uh, to this year's uh, games, but they would um, not be going forward. I'm pretty sure they did. That's actually a... Wow, that's that was a good response that's from what, them. That's what Reebok, Reebok said, too. They said okay. they would fulfill it. But, you know, this is the last year of their contract anyways. Um, so they, they said they had been negotiating a renewal of a contract, and they were no longer doing that. And it's hard to keep track with all the, the businesses who dropped their sponsorship, all the gyms. But somebody has a running total out there. It's well over 1,000 gyms that have said they're going to uh, disaffiliate. But how, much, how much are affiliate dues? Um, currently, depends, they're $3,000 right? a year. Um, Wow. Old, older um, affiliates were grandfathered in at their older rates as low as $500. Yeah, like really old affiliates. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're talking like some people that are uh, paying only paying $500 a year and they're they're walking away from that. Uh, so anyways. Yeah, so let's talk Same. about the positive side of it because I think there is – what happened was not positive. Let's be very right. clear about that. Right. I mean, this guy's a complete moron in this respect. Um uh, which I know ESPN has said it, but we should say it too. Uh, but there's some there's some positive things to this, and I think what it represents for this sort of uh, fitness, this sort of um, modality is awesome because it gets this guy out of the way. That's right. That was causing all sorts of controversy, holding things back, changing up systems, costing affiliates money. That's now gone. Mm -hmm. So the things that we have discussed for years, actually, it is years, right? How long have we been doing this? At, at least, least three, three years. years. Yeah, yeah. The, the things that we've discussed, not on loop, but we kind of return back to it a couple times a year because of all the the stuff that Glassman was doing. <clears throat> Maybe now the sport can become a sport that people have envisioned over mm -hmm. the years because we don't have this mad hatter at the top of a company just upending things for the sake of it. Mm. Yeah, and I, I don't want this to come off as just like a CrossFit or – Glassman bashing ses session. Obviously, none of us would be here without him have starting CrossFit and or without CrossFit. And, um, you know, I'm forever gr grateful for that. And I wrote about that in the article that I posted this week explaining all this to our members. Um, and, uh, you know, I have so many great memories and through CrossFit, and that's all because of, of what he created. But eventually, uh, you know, I, I guess it either his true character came out or or he changed or something like that but it just gets to the point where you just can't be affiliated with with somebody who just spews such hatred or and lacks empathy um what well, cuts against the grain of everything that we say in coyote fitness that we stand for right you know meeting people where they are and helping mm -hmm. them accomplish their goals and that's right yeah. there's just a complete lack of of prejudice <clears throat> or cherry picking particular things like mm -hmm. well unless you're you know, because there are a lot of places out there that are, and this is the way they're designed and good for them, but they're like, hey, unless you're a future D1 athlete, we're not going to spend time training you right. because we train D1 here. Cody is very different. We're like, we're going to meet you where we, where you are. And it, I would assume uh, you as the owner would have a lot of problems saying, and the philosophy that we're following and the man that we're following is completely against that. Absolutely. You know? So Let, uh, let's go back to what you were talking about a second. As far as the, the good that can come out of this, I think that's that's right on. Number one, you know, when they made all the changes to the games, I don't think it was necessarily the particular changes that were made that were such an issue for everybody and hurt so bad. It was the way they were made and the lack of communication, the flippant attitude, like 
that I, we don't even care about the games. It's not a big deal. It's never been about the games. I don't. I, I remember he he talked about he called the CrossFit Games the the tent in the circuit uh, the circus tent in the parking lot or something like that, and it was just kind of a slap in the face to everybody who has devoted their life to competing in that sport. And for him to come out and say things like that, it really uh, rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, as it should. And there's so much potential in the sport of fitness and uh, the CrossFit Games that um, to see it be on the verge of getting like a big time uh, TV contract from CBS and, and, and becoming like almost a mainstream sport and to be all that ripped away because one, per, one guy didn't think it was important, that was really, really disappointing. Now, I think the sanctionals and stuff, they, I think they're great. I think it's, um, you know, widening the reach for the, of the sport, but there's so much potential for the sport. And I would love for what to come out of this, number one, um, on that side of things is um, the sport to grow and somebody to take over the sport who really cares about it. Um, kind of a pretty um, you know, big uh, bomb that was dropped last night by Dave Castro. So I was uh, about to ask where he was in all this. So um, the, the word on the street is that he hasn't been allowed to say anything because he's got some non-disclosure agreements. Um, that's why he hasn't said anything. I don't know. Uh, they talked about that on some other podcasts. But um, we're kind of jumping around here. But Glassman, uh, after all this stuff blew up, um, he, he announced he was going to retire and step down, and he was Dave Castro was going to be CEO of CrossFit. Um, and so they announced that a couple of days ago. And then uh, Dave Castro last night uh, tweeted out that uh, this was probably going to be his last year programming for the games, and Rich Froning will possibly programming it next year, which – if that's the direction they go and they possibly have Rich start being in charge of the games, that would be great for the sport. He, he has, I mean, who's more passionate about it than him? Who knows more about it than him? And I would love to see somebody like that really just kind of grab it, take a hold of it, and do what's best for the sport. And I think that's, I think there's just so much potential on that side of things. So I would love to see that come out of it. Somebody that really is passionate about growing the sport um, to be able to come in and step step in on that. The other thing is I talked about the, the, the CrossFit, um, just the, the health and the fitness initiative and the, and the, you know, what we do in gyms every day, that type of thing that it is, it's the direction they started going with things. Like they started posting workouts of people at home on their couches with water jugs you know, and stuff like that. It was like, why are you spending time filming these workouts? Nobody cares about that. Nobody's doing that. Like, you know, why aren't you supporting the actual affiliates who are, you know, getting people into the gym instead of posting stuff like that? And, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of updates to the training program, even though I still believe it's the, the best training program in the world for, for trainers. You know, the, the CrossFit Level 2 seminar is the best seminar I've ever been to, hands down. Um, and I would love to see somebody to further develop that side of things and not only developing um, training, but also like business and, and helping, uh, you know, people run their business, that type of stuff that, you know, if, if somebody could really take a hold of that side of the business as well, I feel like they're two, two completely sides of the different sides of the business that are almost conflicting each other. Um, and I would love to see, you know, both sides blossom because of this. Well, Froning's always been an incredible ambassador for the sport, uh, a lot because of his ability in the beginning, but he's also, and everybody says this, even people that don't like him, which there are a few, but that he's a stand-up guy. It would be 
a really wise move uh, for them to invite him into the upper echelon. However, uh, I wonder if it's something he would want to take on. I mean, he's obviously got business acumen, mm -hmm. and he knows what he's doing at the affiliate level. Uh, that's that's just a whole different ball game. Well, let's see. He is so he is probably 33 years old at this point. He won the CrossFit Games as an individual four times. He competed, I think, five times. This will be probably I don't know his fifth or sixth time competing on a team. So you got to think, all right, he's com competing 10 plus years. Maybe he's ready for something different. I don't know. He's definitely been developing a lot of other business stuff. Um, you know, he's always obviously coaching a lot of people who work out there. Um, maybe this is something that, you know, he, he would, could seamlessly move into and really be, I mean, he's the face of the sport. I mean, Matt Frazier is the, is the, you know, he's still the champ, but Rich Froning is the original, you know, fittest on earth four years in a row. He's the one that people still know. He's the one with, you know, millions and million Instagram followers and, He's, he writes, you know, programming that thousands of people follow. And CrossFit Mayhem is like the mecca of CrossFit in the world. So uh, to see somebody like him, I mean, he could, to make him the face of the sport, I think would, um, would be awesome. And then, you know, through all this stuff, like you said, he's just a stand-up guy. And, you know, when all this stuff started happening, you, you start reading the comments on some of these people's posts. And, you know, people just come in with their negativity and accusations. And so I saw some people try to come in on that on Froning, um, and he they just got completely shut down. Like all you know by the Kali crowd. Oh yeah, well, Kalipa and other people <laughs> just came in. Were like, awesome. no, you don't know him. He is, you know, you, know, you don't know anything about him. He, he doesn't stand for that at all. He you know, and he just you know he just he always says the right thing, and you could tell he has a good heart. And so um, I think he would be a um, an awesome ambassador for the sport to really grow it and take it to the next level. Yeah, there's uh, I, we don't have a lot of time to dive into this, but it does happen, and and I'm sure you've read enough books about this to be able to give commentary on it. But the guy who is crazy enough to start something mm -hmm. is usually not the guy to scale it. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we're sitting right in that moment right now, and it's incredibly unfortunate the way that it happened. But for the millions of people across the world that love CrossFit and want to see their affiliate continue to succeed. Uh, I mean, look, we've got second generation. People are now bringing their children in mm -hmm. to experience. This is a bigger deal than just, yeah, I'm, I go to the gym three times a week. Right. You know? So, you know, I'm thinking as all this is going down, like, man, this is my community. I, mm -hmm. Of course, I haven't worried much about it, actually, with Coyote, but there are other, I'm sure there are other boxes that are like, gosh, this is my friend base. Yep. I mean, my, my family works out together. It could be very disruptive for them, and to think there's a possible future ahead for whatever it's going to be called now uh, right. that'll, that'll look the same. So I think that's probably something we should address with our member base. Things, things aren't going to change at, at the gym level for us, meaning the programming is still going to be the same, mm -hmm. the philosophy is still going to be the same. Yeah, yeah, nothing changes, and, and you know, we made our post Monday um, uh, just to, you know, putting our stance out on there and saying we were dropping our affiliation. Um, and then I followed that up on Wednesday with an article because, you know, some I, I got some people that were pretty upset about it. Um, and they uh, didn't understand why, um, why the backlash and all that type of stuff. And, you know, this is obviously a very um, tough time for everybody and nobody um, 
there's a lot of people with differing views on what's going on. Um, but you know, I follow that up and just explain like, look, we do not align with his views and we don't agree with, with, uh, what he stands for. And, um, we are going to make a change. Um, and then I explain that, but to a lot of people, this was just kind of the final straw with, with CrossFit and with Greg Glassman. This is not like out of the blue. Wow. Everything's been hunky dory and great for so long. And all of a sudden this happens, we're out. And it's like, this has been coming for a really long time. People, there's a lot of people that have been just waiting for a reason to, to de-affiliate or disassociate. We, um, have been working towards, um, going to Coyote Fitness for a really long time. You know, when we started this podcast, we named it the Coyote Fitness Podcast, not the Coyote CrossFit Podcast, because I knew we were going to eventually be known as Coyote Fitness as a brand, uh, all-encompassing brand, where uh, the original plan was to continue to be affiliated and, and continue to do CrossFit, but also do other stuff, do nutrition coaching, podcasting, personal training, um, different types of classes all encompassing and as we have multiple locations like it's important for them all to be unified under the same name and the same brand um and so that's something we'll be working towards for a while you know over quarantine we repainted um two of our gyms to so that they all look the same uh we put up banners that say coyote fitness on them we had already um, got shirts in that say coyote fitness on them um you know we had art we were already working on our coyote.fitness website we were already in discussion for changing all our social media over and everything and when we were going to do that. So we have been working on this for a long time and wanting to start developing our own brand and be in control of our own story um, and being able to drive our own narrative. Uh, you know, we've sat down, developed our vision for the company, what our core values were. And a lot of those didn't necessarily align with CrossFit. And we realized, like, we want to be affiliated only with something that uh, that we only want to be, you know, known and associated with something that is completely 100% in line with our values. And the only thing that is, that would be that is us as our own organization. And so that's something we are working for. Now, I was always planning on keeping our affiliation because um, out of loyalty, you know, I've been doing CrossFit for 10 years and I love CrossFit and I love the people that I've met and all the memories and I've gotten so much out of it and I wanted to keep that. Uh, you know, I wanted to keep it so we could t continue to do the open. Um, I wanted to, to keep it just out of nostalgia purposes um, because that's what started, how we started the business originally. There's a lot of reasons I wanted to keep it, but after all this stuff, I, I realized, like, we, I don't, I don't want to be associated with, with this company as long as he's, in, you know, Greg Glassman is involved in it. And so that's why um, we, we decided to let our uh, affiliation expire um, at the, you know, at the expression point now, you pay in full, um, they're not going to give you a refund on your, on right. your affiliation dues, but, um, at when it expires now, and we also said we'd be willing to change our mind if, if we saw a lot of big changes and, um, they, they have been making some changes and we'll continue to monitor the situation and see what happens, um, with that. Um, but as of now, um, we will continue to do that. But even if we do decide to renew our affiliation, um, it'll only be Coyote CrossFit, uh, but it, that won't change anything else as far as uh, the name on the on the locations and all that type of stuff. And like you said, what goes on inside those four walls is not going to change. We're going to continue our same type of programming with our three tracks. We're going to continue to help people get in the best shape of their life at their own pace in a supportive community. We're going to continue to have humble and hungry coaches and continue to try to to lead in that uh, aspect. And we're gonna continue to try to 
um, have a positive impact on as many people in the state of Mississippi as we can um, and just help them drastically improve their quality of life. And so that's what we will continue to do. So nothing um, day to day will change at all. Outside the box. Oh, just a heart, just a heart in. Yes. Added a little vibrato. You did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you like that? I always appreciate vibrato, no matter the single. <laughs> I need ben, a shirt that said says thing, that. Things were getting a little too uh, heavy. We need to lighten them no up. No doubt. Bit. Well, this the segment that we're heading into, I think I'm perhaps uniquely, uniquely qualified for. And I think, and pardon me for mentioning this, guys, but quarantine has, has upped our research in this particular category. Yeah? <laughs> Definitely. So we're just. What do you mean by that? We're just. Uh, well, I mean, I now have way more experience with what it means for my life to come off the rails in all areas <laughs> than I did before. You know, uh, so asking this question previously, most people are like, "Oh, pizza," you know. But now I can get really detailed about. What's these. the question? Ben? So the question is, what are your top three meals to cheat on your diet with? To cheat on your diet. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. What are your top three meals to cheat on your lifestyle See, with? See, you say you're the most qualified. I say I cheat on my whole fitness career. <laughs> so You're a professional cheater. So you're yeah. saying a healthy meal is cheating on your lifestyle then? Yeah, that's right. No, I, I kept up my diet after uh, what happened. You actually did. And you're one of those unique... Uh, Just because you call it a diet doesn't mean it's healthy. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Off the top rope. <laughs> DDT. That's exactly what that sounded like. It's all right. Uh, so I'm, I think I'll take the lead, and I'll roll through. Uh, this is one that I'll, I'll start with. We'll go the rounds. Go the rounds. Starting with yeah, three. Yeah, we'll start with three. Three is, uh, I think everyone is pretty much aware, and I think because when I walk in this location, I literally feel famous. So I think there's a well-worn path between Coyote Fitness and this restaurant. All right. Oh, um, yep. Yep, yep. So Red Sam. Is that cheating? Is that bad for you? It is if you do it like I've done. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes. So, so uh, what, and we, I don't know if we, we shouldn't give this guy credit. He's already, his ego's already big enough. But uh, a guy inside of the Coyote family actually created a dish at this restaurant by Not modifying the protein. the ground up. He said, I like this. But it needs this. It needs this. Yeah, yeah, it just modified the protein, and then all heck broke loose. Yeah. So in a good way. Yes. Most people that go into Red Sam order the chicken bowl, and as long as you're, you know, have a little discipline with the sauce, you're doing a good thing for your life. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> so this was kind of the gateway to get me to a bad place. I started just putting as much sauce on there as I thought was appropriate. Yeah. Turned into a little bit of soup soup yes <laughs> uh, especially those last couple of bites well so my kids have been going with me and they like the fried rice mm. and i made the mistake you tried it and I, yeah and i'm like man why did i ever leave this i mean it's not bad it's just that there it's not as it's not the chicken bowl. the chicken bowl is almost like a guilt-free meal yeah. You're like, man, I'm doing all like I'm hitting everything I need to be hitting right now. But uh, I have gone over to the hibachi side and I'm permanently or like I, well, accidentally. I didn't mean to, but I'm oh, having okay. trouble pulling back. So, uh, yeah, that's my cheat meal. The other thing is, it's not just like the contents of fried rice. It's that I can't stop eating it. So yeah. I get an order. And then if my kids leave any in their order, then I eat that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty impressive. I feel that. So. It's kind of like fried rice is one of those things like you get full pretty quick, but you feel bad leaving half a half a thing of rice just sitting there. Yeah. And then it becomes a challenge. Like, can yeah, I do exactly. it? So, yeah. yeah, that's my number three. 
That's pretty good. Thank you. I, I figured good. I was coming out strong. Yeah. Uh, I would say my number three is going to be Zaxby's. Uh, Zaxby's. Whoa. I thought I heard you say Zaxby's, but surely you meant Cane's. No, Zaxby. Oh, look, let me finish. <laughs> I, you, you better. I suddenly this felt better like, be a Coast I felt Guard like Hunter level. and I were married there for a second. Do you see that? Let me finish. <laughs> this better be a Coast Guard level rescue. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if if you're going for just the chicken fingers, I like Kane's chicken fingers better. Okay. Thank you. That's but all I needed to hear. The Zaxby's Kicking Chicken Sandwich is one of the greatest inventions of all time. Mm. <laughs> That's a strong recommend right there. It is Texas toast buttered to perfection. Mm. It is Two chicken strips in between with ranch and buffalo sauce all mixed together. When I was in college, I was playing summer baseball in North Carolina. This was before we had a Zaxby's. I never heard of Zaxby's. We used to stop at this one stop on the way to one of the places we go to. We, we played there like 10 times. We could go eat lunch. I went to Zaxby's. Tried the kicking chicken sandwich. Changed your life. Changed my life. I got it every single time. <laughs> that is, that's when you know. Like, you, do you see the rest of the menu? Yeah. You kind of want to try it, but you, you know. You just can't do it. You got to go with your sandwich. Yeah. Shortly after, maybe a couple years after, they opened a Zaxby's uh, here, and I never looked back. Kicking chicken sandwich. <laughs> <I never. laughs> kicking chicken sandwich. Uh, I've, I've had hundreds of them in my life. They're, if they're if Cody was any closer to Zaxby's, it sounds like Hunter would have a problem. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I'm starting to think when he walks out with a little bank pouch and he's like, got to run to the bank. I think he's going to get one of those Got to go sandwiches. make my weekly donation to Zach. No, I, I can't do it. There's no way I could have one, like, in the middle of the day and actually be Productive, worth worth anything yeah. after. I'd probably say I have maybe one uh, one a month, maybe, like on a Saturday. That's, That's enough to make it really satisfying That's right. Yeah. That's finally right. have it. I that, feel that. I'm totally picturing you, like, on the couch, Saturday football, and you're like, I'm doing it. This is the Saturday. Oh yeah, no, that, that, it's something about football comes around. It's like, all right, let's let's go. Time let's for go Zaxby's. <laughs> I'm uh, not at a tailgate, but I'm gonna make my own tailgate. Uh, coincidentally, Ben, uh, I had a different number three. I went back and forth with my pick, and then your opinion made me realize that it's actually worthwhile. Uh, it is Red Sam. There you go. Uh, I don't. I think you do more of the pink sauce, right? That's kind of what you go for. Yep. My sauce is equally as unhealthy. It's the teriyaki sauce. Um, there's not as much like fatty content as uh, as the pink sauce, but there has to be infinitely more sodium in this thing. <laughs> it's, it, how do they have that much sodium and it's still liquid? Exactly. Like how do they do that? The base of teriyaki is literally soy sauce, which I've already added to the <laughs> chicken bowl. So I'm throwing the teriyaki on top. Talk about doubling down. It's a miracle I'm here, man. Yeah. But it, yeah, that's a worthwhile cheat. Yeah, anyway, okay. Um, I right. made it quick. Yeah, that was good. This this one will be quick for me, too, because it's so area-specific. If you live outside of uh, the South, I apologize. Uh, my next one is the three-cheese crab meat tortellini at Amerigo. Ooh. Yeah, it cheese is. Cheese and crab meat. It's I've never done that in my life. Sensational, and really? I'm pretty sure it's 9,000 calories yeah. per serving. Uh, Sounds heavy. It is heavy, yeah. Like literally, somebody else has to drive you home. Uh, but it's Dairy one of, drunk. Yes, it's one of those meals that I enjoy every bite, and 
uh, I realized I can't, I, I just can't do this. One night, I actually had the fried cheese appetizer, then went for that. And oh, I'm like, man. Gosh, dude. Something's wrong with me. <laughs> so, did so, you make it all night, or like, was it frequent? Trips? I did. I did. I don't have an iron stomach, <laughs> but I made it, man. Yeah, it, was, man. it was highly enjoyable. I so. love Italian food. I just man. love Italian food. Yeah, so whatever. Good. The thing in your brain that tells you to stop eating, it's something about fried rice and Italian food. They like the same for me. You just got to do like a marathon row before you go to Amerigo's, and you're good. Balance Don't tempt up. me. <laughs> Yin and Yang. Yeah, I would almost row a marathon if someone would pay for maybe. I guarantee Steven Soller will take that. Oh, uh, yeah. I was, never There's mind. plenty of people that will take that. Never back. mind. I, I take it back. <laughs> uh, so, my number two, there's a, is a, there's a common thing. I love just buffalo sauce and hot wings in general. <laughs> I just love it. It's like my favorite thing buffalo sauce with ranch. So, uh, my number two is going to be a meal. Starting off with an appetizer of cheese sticks with marinara sauce. Crispy, crispy cheese sticks. Man, so good. Crunchy. Man, you're really painting a picture. Uh, and then following up with the, the, the main course of hot wings with ranch and a burger. So you eat your hot wings first, mix it in the ranch. And then once you're done, you got a nice dipping substance, a mix of ranch and hot wing sauce to dip your burger in. Where from? So it, it used to be this restaurant called uh, oh I'm completely drawing a br- uh, blank on it. It was in uh, it was in Jackson, but it closed. Burgers um, and Blues. <laughs> <laughs> no, wasn't wasn't from Burgers and Blues. Oh man, I can't. Uh, it was like a bar that was uh, the Cherokee. The Cherokee. Remember that place? No, I don't remember that. Place. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. Never, Never heard of once it once ever. Uh, they're closed now. But anything, any place that has really hot wings. And just a nice, solid American burger with crispy uh, cheese sticks. Yeah, I feel like he's less mm. brand specific here than just the the experience. I mean, you can't go wrong with any. any yeah, I like a burger from just about anywhere. I like wings from just. I about do appreciate anywhere. that he didn't say Sonic though. I thought that's where it was going. I thought you were kicking no, it off with the Sonic. But Sonic does sticks. have good cheese sticks. They have great cheese sticks. Their burgers are garbage. I'll yeah, just like say that the, hard opinion there. It, the cheese sticks is kind of like the more trashy they are, the better they taste. Exactly. So I don't want that marinara sauce filling thick with real tomatoes and yeah, stuff like, like that. Like, give a, me the food processor and everything exactly. you put in it. When you yeah. eat a cheese stick, you're like, who made this a chef? <laughs> yeah, you're angry about it. I don't want <laughs> this gourmet cheese frozen? sticks. <laughs> All right, we interrupted you. Okay, so the dip no, sauce that's in it, the that's burger. It. Yeah, that's it. That's so it. you don't Cap finish with some sort of like uh, buffalo what, sauce. Well, drink is on the side. Yeah, that's what I want to. Water. Oh my Water. God. Get that out of here. That's not a cheat meal. <laughs> Seriously, at least say a cold beer or something. A cold beer is good too. Okay. But I don't I mean, I don't like to drink beer when I'm eating, especially spicy. That's food. how I am with coffee. Spice, coffee or, like wings and like stuff. I just yeah. want I just want water. I don't want to have like, I don't like like to me like a, a flavored drink is kind of its own thing. I want to drink that separate. Let the food be the star. That's right. When's yeah. the last time you went to happy hour at Sonic? Happy hour at Sonic? Never. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. I made a when mistake is happy hour? That when is happy hour at Sonic? Uh, well, for Chase, anytime he drops off. <laughs> yeah. It's two to four or three to five or something like that. I don't uh, go to Sonic between three and five. <laughs> then you haven't been desperate enough. <laughs> Gracious. If I go to Sonic, it's going to be like 10 o'clock at night. Not You're at, living not a small <laughs> life, Hunter Owen. <laughs> not in the light of day. Like, I can't, I can't pull up to that place in the light of day. Like, <laughs> people say that about Waffle House, too. Like, somebody said, Austin Roberts, we work with, he said, You go to Waffle House sober? Yes. Yes. It's worth it. And during the day, I love that place. Yeah. I will walk in saying, I'm Chase Hammock and I'm eating a whatever. 
Okay, sorry. A waffle. <laughs> well, he's no, got I, a unique ordering style. Is this your? Is, is no, this your it's cheat? not. Okay. I, uh, no, it's not. Okay. Uh, my number two uh, is a little bit of a callback. Uh, Hunter uh, made a comparison earlier. Uh, he started off saying Zaxby's, and we all panicked a little bit. And then, he, <laughs> and then he rescued it with saying Kane's chicken fingers are better. And thank goodness we can still be friends. Good hot dog. It's true. Totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They do uh, have the best chicken fingers. Kane's, oh, man. But I, the, the chicken fingers are incredible. But when you add the sauce to it. Yeah, they're sauces. There, I, people that go to Kane's and get ketchup, I just, I'm not a violent guy. But I really want to hit him. You're what's wrong with this country, sir. Exactly. You're the reason we're here. Um, but the, I can't think of a more perfect reason outside from my number one uh, to ruin a perfectly good diet than accidentally passing by Canes and making a mistake or a great decision, whichever way you want to put it. I accidentally waited in line for 30 minutes at the drive <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't mean to. While but. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. But nothing, nothing goes better for me uh, than fresh canes, cane sauce, fries, and a nice Dr. Pepper on the side. It was just, it, it's just, it could be, I could have it for breakfast if, if I was desperate enough and I would feel perfectly fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? You it's are a Dr. Pepper good. man. In fact, you have a, a plan for if you get in a scenario where there isn't Dr. Pepper available. Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't create the same flavor. Uh, but I Ben saw me do this one day, and he didn't judge me for it. He said, "Oh, nice, nice." I mix Coke and root beer together. Yeah, and it gives you that huh. kind of that ambiance. Yeah, it's that that kind of general vibe. It's best if cherry Coke is there. That's the best option. But I digress. I think it would have been different if you had done like a suicide, where you just went down the line. And you're like, well, since there's no Dr Pepper, I'm off the rails. But no, that's just a bad decision. I just can't enjoy any regular like Coke, Dr Pepper. It's just too sweet. I don't know. What's next? You're gonna say you don't like Little Debbie? Man, you are crashing and burning here. <laughs> you picked the wrong. It's too segment. sweet. I don't know. Jeez. Like, it's like uh, after drinking coffee black for so long. If you, if anybody adds anything to the coffee, I'm just like Ugh, both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, diff- that's a different scenario there. All right, we got to go to our number one. The yes. reason I was getting a little nervous before is because you were about to step on my number one. Which, oh, I would never. Which is the all star. At Waffle House. It's a great cheat meal. I, I've a, never been able to finish the All-Star. I'll say it publicly. You can't finish it? I can finish it. I, I do have trouble with the chicken bowl a lot, but I can finish the All-Star. Mm. And I think if you were to say, what, when are you the most miserable in your life? Immediately after. Immediately yeah. after. Absolutely. And I still, I still can't stop myself. So, yeah. uh, in fact, I make a habit of taking my sons to different, a different Waffle House just to have that experience. Yep. And uh, man, they're like, Dad, are you okay? <laughs> and then I say, you going to eat that? You know. <laughs> so that's my number one. I don't, I don't ever want to know how many calories are in an all-star. I think or, they started listing it. Yeah, I don't, it does, get Let that out of Let us know in the yeah. comments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, no, please don't. I, I can count, I know it's less than 10 times in my life that I haven't finished a meal, ever. Like everything that you chose to eat, you take down. Oh, I'll eat it no matter what. Like, if I order it, I eat it. Uh, sounds like another bet brewing. That sounds like lack of discipline. I'm more disciplined than Hunter. Let the I don't record know. show. <laughs> it's something about just the way we were raised. My brother's the same way. Like, we can, we can just eat a whole lot of food, and we will eat and eat and Is eat. Is your dad the same way? No. My dad always, ta- always has leftovers. Always. Because mm-hmm. every I time confirm. I go to my parents' house, 
I look and see what leftovers I got, and I heat them up. <laughs> that's the life. And I finish those too. Yeah, that's right. He's like, who ate my burger? I'm like, you shouldn't have left it in there. <laughs> it's your fault. You know the rules here, Dad. <laughs> it's your house. Yeah. All right, so you're number one. My number one is just a, a good old-fashioned pepperoni pizza. Oh, I love From... pepperoni I was trying to decide where I like the best, um, but I, I have a famous quote that my sister always brings up. <laughs> I said, you know what kind of pizza I don't like? No pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I like all pizzas. I like frozen pizzas. I like, I like Papa John's. I like uh, oh. Domino's. I like Pizza Hut. I like them all. Little I will say, when I was in elementary school, uh, I still remember Thursday was pizza day, and you could get one slice of deep dish pepperoni pizza from Pizza Hut, and it was just like, the, the 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 I always took my lunch, but on Thursdays I always I always uh, bought my lunch. <laughs> that day, day. I had to eat the pizza, but I like a good thin crust. I would say uh, Papa John's thin crust is really good if, if you put all the uh, the spices on it and stuff. Have you had I Domino's was, thin crust pizza? I'm I'm sure I have. <laughs> sure. I, I mean, mean I don't remember, I but I'm blacked sure. out during, but I probably had it. I can't do thin crust pizza. I, you've done. I I've, really? I've heard this speech from it. Chase before. I think what we're gonna have to do is just order one, and I'm. You're gonna have to convince me that way. That not, I'll try. I, it. There, there are many things where if I order high quantity, it's gonna be hard pressed for me to finish. I will finish any size of that pizza. It's so good. Child, uh, I, I mean, let's see how big we can get one made. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how much? How much pizza can I get for a hundred dollars? I love how passionate we are about that, food. That was that was. Uh, I would regret those words. I, I, when I'm when I'm being really strict and I'm trying like uh, like doing the beach body challenge or something, or when I back when I was competing and I was being really strict on my diet, and I still had to get my pizza fix, I would get the Udi's gluten-free pepperoni pizza from Kroger, 900 calories, gluten-free, and it would give me about pizza fix for the week. Man, you really do have no standards yeah. around Indian pizza. Indian all pizza. If it just kind of hints of pizza, <laughs> then I'll take it. There you go. Yeah. yeah Cheese, better. pepperoni, It's readily crust. accessible. I'll give him that. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> my number one. Uh, this kind of goes in that vein of what Hunter was talking about with the kicking chicken. Uh, it's not an any time of the day kind of thing because once you have it, you're kind of done. Uh, but if the mood is right, nothing nothing is more satisfying than a, a Five Guys cheeseburger. Uh, it Plus is fries? Just, huh? Plus fries? Is that part of the experience? Uh, yeah, I have to eat the fries second, though, because otherwise I won't finish the burger. Mm. It's just, it's that freaking heavy. If I'm Specifically the cheeseburger... Because it's the double patty one. Uh, get that little cheeseburger out of here. That's never been satisfying in my life. That's for the kids. That's for that's for the kids. That's for chumps. <laughs> uh, but it it takes the right kind of day though, because I know once I have it, uh, in a lot of a lot of ways, I'm done for the day. Um, especially on a work day, it's just it's just bad. But. It's just so freaking good. I, I have tried a lot of burgers in my life, and I still haven't found one that I enjoy more than the cheeseburger from Five Guys. And I know it's a chain, and that's blasphemy sometimes because there's plenty of uh, small hole-in-the-wall restaurants out there that mm -hmm. have great burgers, but I don't know. There's something about that griddle. You've been to In-N-Out, right? We've discussed I, this. Now, as far as best value, In-N-Out might be the best burger on the planet. I think In-N-Out is, is the best fast food burger. In my oh, opinion. bar bar none. Never had it. Bar none. You have never had it. Never had it. You haven't ventured past Texas though, really, I, have you? Uh, well, I've been places, but 
usually it's on a mission to do something. You know, we aren't like, mm. I, did I don't vacation much. I did a CrossFit competition in Orange County one time, and I, I literally had probably 10 In-N-Out burgers. It's <laughs> That's so the time to do it. It's too cheap. <laughs> like, I'm, sp- I'm competing, I'm doing a fitness competition, but I'm just eating In-N-Out burgers. I just so burned 80,000 calories today. I can handle a burger. Yeah. Anyway, Five Guys, my number one. Five Guys, solid. Hey, I'm sure we'll have people upset that we didn't mention their favorite place, so... Yeah, yeah, but that's what makes it yours. You get know, a it, feedback it's on disappointing. That. Here, here's what it. I say to those people: get a sheet of paper, write down your top three, ball it up in a little ball, and throw it in a trash can. <laughs> that's what we feel about your opinion. That's how we feel. Ball thirteen. If, you wanted, if we wanted your opinion, you'd be on the podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how to kill an audience? Yeah, sorry. Uh, let's recommend some stuff. To let, these please, let's our last two subscribers. Just unsubscribe. <laughs> So, Even my mom, she was the last she one. She was like, I'm out. You can't treat me this way. <laughs> All right, so I do have, this is going to, and I'm going to take a lot of heat for this recommend. I understand. All right. There's a, there's a backstory there. and We've talked about this sort of thing a lot, but I finally purchased, after years of delay, 48 Laws of Power. Oh, oh yes. Finally got the book. And it's because it was explained to me in a way like, hey, you can just read a couple chapters and set it down the way it's set up. Um, I did not start with mastery. So this is the guy that influenced Ryan Holiday in so many ways. And I'm not trying to disrespect Ryan Holiday in any way, but I'm like, okay, now I'm reading the Jedi. You know, I sat down the Reader's Digest and actually picked up a book, you know. Yeah, like um, you, you're talking to Luke and suddenly you realize Yoda wrote a book. <laughs> exactly. I want to like, listen to Yoda. Oh, there's, when there's you, the When wizard. you read that book, it just like, it's like, wow, I didn't even know this was possible as far as the amount of research and uh, the writing skills and the amount of in-depth thinking that goes into it. It's like, yes. I'll tell you the exact feeling I have reading it is when you get to the end of like a Netflix original episode and mm-hmm. you're like, oh crap. One I'm, more chapter. I'm exhausted, but I've got to watch at least. And then you, you keep reading the, the chapters and he presents it in a way that it sticks. So it, it, it's a very intimidating book because it's super thick, uh, but it is worth a purchase. I will say after reading that book and the laws of human nature, I just can't look at things that happen in the world the same anymore. You can, you can see them through the lens of... The, of power and it's the curse of knowledge it really is. is and and it's just it's just like how do people not see what's going on like how do, how oh, can yeah. you not read into this like it's obvious after reading it but anyways i actually was talking about it the other day um somebody sent me a picture of the top 10 books from that from the laws of power and i was like i need to go back and read it again it's just so so good and even just the history that that comes with it like yep. there's so much history that's just it's 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 fascinating um so through quarantine, I've really gone back and rewatched a lot of um, my favorite TV shows and stuff. Um, I've always been one to um, want to try new things, and so after I've read, seen a movie, watched a read a book, watched a TV show, I w- I don't really want to revisit it just because I want to you know experience more and learn more. But I've kind of gotten to the point where it's like, man. Some of this stuff is just so good, I just want to revisit it. And so I've been thinking about other, other, other avenues, and I've started to think about some books that I want to read, reread that I read a long time ago that I loved. One of those is A Tale of Two Cities. Have you guys read that? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, yeah, long, in school. Yeah, it's probably been 20, 25 years since I read it. But that book was just 
just fascinating, mind-blowing. I'll never forget the ending and the sacrifice and all that type of stuff, but A Tale of Two Cities, Charles Dickens, I'll probably go back and reread that at some point. Is that the best of times, worst of times? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, was, I remember it made an impact on me. Wow, that was re- How do you top 40? Well, uh, Charles Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I'll see your... Uh... Oh, that's cute, Ben. You're reading it. I'd, I'd like to reread that this year. Uh, <laughs> So ne- uh, next episode is going to be Shakespeare. So uh, <laughs> I really thought you were setting up Seinfeld, actually, the way you were talking about it. That would have been good. Oh, so, oh, that been a good twist. By the, by the way, you know, Seinfeld's coming to Netflix. What? Yep. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> so office, is, office is cycling out, but Seinfeld's cycling in. Man, Chase just instantly scheduled a day of five guys on Seinfeld. I've never watched uh, all of Seinfeld, but literally all of the people whose opinion I value on like that kind of stuff – Love Seinfeld. Seinfeld, so like, Seinfeld still is probably the best. Oh, it holds up. Yeah, it definitely holds up. They I love Jerry it. Seinfeld. So, do you have a recommend, Chase? I do. I can't remember if this has been said on this podcast before, but it talked in my head the other day, and I realized people should be watching this. If uh, you can't remember, we certainly don't remember. Uh, that's fair. Well, well, here's you, the thing: you, you would have been the one to. You recommend guys have it, only so been you'll... doing recommends for like ten episodes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just jumped on this train. <laughs> Uh, but it's a it's a Netflix show called uh, Abstract. Uh, I think you've seen some of Abstract. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if I said anything about it, but yeah, uh, it, it made it made the rounds in our community, but I don't know if it ever made on on this podcast. But uh, there's a lot of it's uh, these little mini documentaries on abstract topics. Honestly, um, my my favorite one is uh, probably the typography one. Because uh, mm. that's more in my vein anyway. So it, and it the guy's so unassuming. Yes, that that makes it yeah. nice to watch. Yeah. Um, but there's there's stuff for everybody on that. It's not all like artsy eclectic stuff. It's just random documentaries about random things, and it's it's super fun to watch. Uh, stuff you would have never thought you might be interested in, you suddenly piques your interest and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. It's a good time to watch it. Summer, you know, you gotta stay up later because the the sun goes away later. It's a good <laughs> good option. If you're feeling abstract, yeah, that's, that was that's, my, that's a very scientific description. Yeah, the sun goes away later. <laughs> <laughs> the yellow one is the sun. That's just like that sound like. I want to recommend him as well, Brian Regan. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, how do you top that episode? Done. It's see ya. <laughs> <laughs>